Blog Talk Radio. Well, hello, everyone. Happy Resurrection Sunday. This is Roberta of Roberta Inspires Omni Media coming to you live. Live. Yes, it's me, really live. And I want to say that if you'd like to call in, you can do so by calling 929 477 2896. I'm excited, and I hope you are, because this is Resurrection Sunday, and uh, I'm going to talk a little bit this evening about why that is so different, what that means for us as Christian believers and leaders and Christian entrepreneurs, why that matters. But first, let me start with a few of the current events. As you know, I like to... um, keep my listeners apprised of some of the current events that I think we need to be praying for and uh, focused on. And uh, we know that in the time that we live in, we have got to be very prayerful for ourselves and for our families and for the community and world at large. We are instructed in scripture to pray for those that have rule and authority over us. So I encourage and invite you to pray, starting with the President of the United States, the Vice President, and just work your way throughout the whole governmental structure. And come on into your local churches and pray for the leaders in your churches. And then also go on to pray for leaders in our community and then leadership in your home. And I believe God will honor that, and he will bless us. Well, I hope you've had a good day, and I'm hoping that you had a lot of fun and excitement and that you were able to get up and go to a sunrise service or perhaps an earlier church service because churches were crowded today. So I know my church in Alexandria actually had its own website for Easter, and um, they were trying to just make sure they could coordinate and move all the people that were going to be in and out of there today, get them moved smoothly and safely around. So what about yours? What was it like today? Why don't you hit me up on 929-477-2896 and tell the rest of the listening audience all about it. Well, it was a beautiful day here in Virginia. The weather was comfortable, not too hot, not too cold, and nice and sunny, enough sun and no snow that we can we can enjoy it. And this is one of, I think, the holiest days for the Christian community, whatever the denomination is, <clears throat> excuse me, in that we look at Christmas and we look at Easter. And those things are very, those two dates are very important to us. Well, I want to point your attention before we start in our teaching to one of the events that's taken place over the past couple months and just been going on for way too long, and that is the school shootings. And we had the school shooting recently in Florida, and then we had one in Maryland. That hit so close to home 
for those of us who are from the Washington, D.C. community <clears throat> metro area or have any ties to it. And so I'm really asking my listeners to really go into power level five, five through ten on the prayer scale, praying for the safety of our children, praying for the safety of these schools throughout the country. I'd like for you to focus on schools in your specific state, get a list, and begin to pray over each of those schools. And then if you're somewhere where you can do prayer walks, just walk around the schools in the neighborhood and just begin to pray, you and some other people. The Bible says that one can put, I think it's a 1,000 and two, 10,000 to flight. Pray that the covering of the blood of Jesus will be over these excuse me, over these schools, over the teachers, the administrators, the bus drivers, whatever, and their safety will be around these schools. Pray for the angels to descend over our schools. Our children need to be safe in schools. And I personally salute the young people that did the march in Washington. Nobody would have expected a group of high school students and even elementary and middle school students to get together and march on Washington, D.C. and what they think might have been the largest march in Washington. Wonderful young people keep it up. and We want to support them. We want to put our money where our mouth is and pray for the wisdom of God for these young people and, and just in the communities where they have had the marches, just do everything we can to build them up so that these children can go to school safe. It's more than enough that, and I'll get off my soapbox, that these killers have come into churches and movie theaters and people running marathons doing absolutely nothing to anybody. And they just feel they have a right to terrorize people and, and shoot. And we want these AR-15s and any kind of other assault weapons off the streets. These were designed to be weapons of war, mass destruction, and we are not in a war zone. So that's it. We'll talk more about the prayer efforts coming up. Well, I want to say thank God for Jesus Christ and celebrating again, as I said, this Resurrection Sunday. Resurrection Sunday, because what we're excited about is the fact that Jesus got up. Now, there's so many people worshiping, so many gods, but what makes ours different? What is so different about the God that we serve and that we worship and celebrate? Well, John, in the book of John, in the first chapter, you'll see it says, in the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and guess what the Word was God. The same was in the beginning with God. We know back in Genesis, we read, in the beginning, God created. So now we get in John, and it's in the beginning, he lets you know that it's creation. The word was there, and the word was God. Anyway, and that all things were made by him. So you're seeing the unity of, of who God is. All things were made by him, and without him was not anything made that was made in him. 
was light, and the life was the light of men, and the light shined in darkness, and the darkness comprehended it not. Wonderful. And then we go down to verse 14, and it says, and the word was made flesh. Remember verses 1? Verse 1, in the beginning was the word, and the word was with God, and the word was God, and the word was made flesh and dwelt among us, and we beheld his glory, the glory as of the only begotten of the Father, full of grace and truth. And we know that um, Jesus was, is God, and <clears throat> that in him the fullness dwells. So if you wanted to see what God looked like, take a look at Jesus. And so the excitement for us on this Resurrection Sunday comes from the fact not only that Jesus was born, everybody goes over the top for Christmas, and the focus gets shifted over to buying gifts, but God gave us the greatest gift of all. And that he wrapped himself up in flesh and came to walk out life among us, amongst us. And then, not only that, because we were separated from God because of our sin, the original sin of Adam and Eve, mankind, if you will, that we could not buy ourselves back. And one of the, the um, concepts in the Bible that I absolutely love is based on the laws of, in the Pentateuch, <clears throat> and that is that of the kinsman and redeemer. And people always think about Ruth and Boaz, but here was Ruth, poor, and had no way to buy herself if you were out of any kind of uh, state of slavery or oppression, what have you. And Boaz was what was known as the kinsman redeemer. This was the person that could free, set free, him in bondage. Because that person didn't have the means to get themselves out of it. And so were we. That's where we We did not have what it took in our natural bodies, or even by using animal sacrifices, we did not have what it took to free us from the bonds of sin and shame and death. But God, in his compassion, who is full of mercy, wrapped himself up in human flesh, dwelt among us, and faced temptations like we did, and then he was put on the cross. He went to the cross, rather not put it, because he chose to go to that cross. That's the difference. He chose to take this cup. He came to this earth for that purpose. Jesus had three years, a young man, 30 years old. Three years, in three years, he accomplished turning the world upside down and starting a 2,000-plus-year revolution through what he did in those short three years. So he was our kinsman redeemer. So don't tell me what you can't do if you get on target and do what God tells you to do because he knew his mission was to redeem us 
And I love the song by the whining, the old song, and it, it was not. A uh, secondary scheme. It wasn't something that God just had to come up with, scratching his head. Oh my gosh, we sin. What are we gonna do? What are we gonna do? Oh no, it wasn't a haphazard event nor a secondary scheme, but it was the plan of God to redeem. And so, we want to understand what makes Him different, and why is this our reason for being? We find that answer in Luke 24, and I will not be much longer, but Luke 24, 1 through 6, 1 through 6, and verse 6 says, I love this, the women had come down to the tomb after Jesus was crucified. They came down to the tomb, they put on their spices, and then... They find out he's not there. There's nobody there. And then angels appear to them. Two men, that's what the scripture said, stood by them in shining garments. That's the way they could describe them. And it says, the Bible says in verse 6, he is not here, but is risen. He is not here, but is risen. That's the distinctive about Christianity. Many, many, many leaders of different religions, war religions, lived. What they and they died. They lived would be the same as Jesus. The fact that they died would be the same in the sense that they died, and he died. But what's different, and what is our reason for being and celebrating, is that he got up. That he led captivity captive, that he went back as our kinsman redeemer, and he snatched that condemnation, guilt, the sin, the shame. He snatched it away from the enemy. Oh, boy. That is so exciting. He broke the power of sin, death, and the grave, and he rose up. He rose, and that's what we are celebrating today that he lives, he lives me how I know he lives. I can say he lives within my heart. He is here, not here, but he's risen, living within my heart. Why did I need him? Because I was powerless to break the chains of sin that I put myself in my lifestyle and my choices to disobey God who loved me and gave me everything so much so that God wrapped up himself he's a spirit and put on flesh human flesh came in the person of Jesus Christ our Lord and then our Savior because he saved us and redeemed us and that's why I needed him that's why You need a Savior. That's why if you're out of line, you need to get back in line by coming back to the Savior because nothing but his blood will wash away and wipe away your sins and my sins. And the pastor today at church is saying, past, present, and future. Isn't that wonderful? There is therefore no, no condemnation. To them which are in Christ Jesus. 
Acts 17 and 28 says something. I just love this scripture too. In him, we live, we move, and we have our being. How am I impacted? That's how I'm impacted because I live in him. I live in him. And he lives in me. And I have my very being in him. I move in him. I exist in him. I love it. If you go into the book of Ephesians, go ahead and think of where this scripture was when I was trying to think of it earlier. But uh, in the book of Ephesians, you will find the in hymns. And let me see if I can get to the chapter that I want. I'm going to start just, but it says, starting with Ephesians 2, I'm going to write to this verse, and you you have he quickened who were dead in trespasses and sin. That's where we were. Where in time past, you walked according to the course of this world, according to the prince of the power of the air, small Peter, the spirit that now worketh, and the children of disobedience. Oh, boy, but it, it just gets good. And I'm jumping right down the verse for, but God, whew, who is, this just got me, who is rich in mercy for his great love, for his great love wherewith he loved us, even when we were dead in sin, gathered with Christ, by grace ye are saved. And have raised us up together and made us sit together in heavenly places in Christ Jesus. So we live in the reality of being in Him. We are seated together and made, raised up together and made to be seated together in heavenly places in Christ that in ages to come he might show the exceeding riches of his grace in his kindness. Oh, wonderful word. Pay attention to that. In his kindness, a compassion oh, towards us through Christ. For by grace are you saved through faith, and that not of yourself. It is what? It is the gift of God. And then I'm jumping down to verse 14 that says, for he is our peace, who hath made both one and hath broken down the middle wall of partition between us, having abolished in his flesh the enmity, even the law of commandments contained in the ordinances, for to make in himself of twain one man, so making peace, that he might reconcile both unto God in one body, by what? The cross, having slain the enmity thereby. Woo-woo! Oh, that is exciting. And I'm going to get you more excited. <laughs> so we're living in the reality of being in him. He's our kinsman redeemer. And it goes on to say, um, oh, my eyes went right to it. Here we go. Favorite, 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 one of my favorite, favorite verses. That Christ, verse chapter 3 and 17, that Christ may dwell in your hearts by what? Faith. Because we haven't seen him, but we believe 
And so we celebrate the resurrection that ye being rooted and grounded in love may be able to comprehend with all saints what is the breadth and length and depth and height. And to know the love of Christ, you have to know. Or the devil will try to trick you out of your sense of security. I know that for a fact and from experience, who passes knowledge that ye might be filled with all the fullness of God. And here comes the wonderful, wonderful part. I just love this verse. Since I've been in high school. Now unto him that is able to do exceeding abundantly above all that we ask or think, according to the power that works where? In us. So we're living in the reality of being in him and him in us. He is the reason for our being unto him. Be glory in the church by Christ Jesus throughout all ages, world without in Amen. He is risen. Celebrate until the clock strikes so and then walk in the reality and the and the life and the redemptive power of Jesus Christ redeeming us from sin, from sickness, from shame, from guilt, and just filling us with himself and his love. How wonderful is that? Oh, we love Resurrection Sunday. It's, it's the reason for our being. It is our distinctive. He is not there. He is risen, sitting on that throne in glory with his plan to come soon again and take us unto himself as his bride. Oh, I don't want to get going here and preach too much, but I just want to remind you as a leader, as an entrepreneur, as a, a, a leader in your community or in your church, wherever, hey, he's not there. He's risen. He lives within my heart. Amen. Have a wonderful week. And we will talk again on Inspire Radio. God bless.